Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of Friday Fire. I am your host, Samuel Smith, the small business surgeon, and I am so glad that you guys are here. Man, how have you been, guys? I just wanted to uh, to check in. I know I haven't been uh, on it with the Friday Fires. I've been getting a couple of months put out, and I apologize for that. Uh, for those of you just finding the show, I am the small business surgeon, and uh, every Monday, we have interviews with folks from around the world of business, and then every Friday, I monologue for a little while about stuff that has been going on during a week. I try to give you guys a little bit of Friday fire to get you moving into the weekend, and uh, man, I have been head down a thousand miles an hour running and gunning in the business and with school and with kids and with everything else going on in life, um, the Friday fires just seem to get pushed to the bottom of the pile and I hate that. So uh, I try to keep it current. I try to keep it stuff we're doing every week, um, but I think I might have to block record a few just so we've uh, just so we've got that consistency. So I apologize for dropping the ball with you guys. Today is day 60 out of 90 of my habit tracking. Uh, if you've been following along, it's the uh, the power of just writing stuff down writing things down, reading what you're doing every day, paying attention to a specific set of variables that you're tracking and uh, manifesting the things that you want to happen. And uh, I've got to say, the uh, the last 60 days have been pretty freaking amazing. Um, so I have this I am statement, right, that I read every single day. And I know I've mentioned it before on a show, and I'll, I'll probably do a full breakdown of it here soon in an episode breaking down every paragraph. But essentially, it starts out with, I am so happy and grateful. And then it lists off everything I'm happy and grateful about. And it lists off who I am. And it's a really powerful document in focusing me on who I want to become. Now, you might remember that when I was dating Nina initially, when I first met her, I had a list of everything I wanted in an ideal partner that I had manifested. And I did not focus on anybody else until I found someone that checked every box on that list. And the I am statement is incredibly similar, except it's for your life. And I don't focus on anything that's not on that I am statement. There's a very well-known saying that if it's not a hell yeah, then it needs to be a hell no. And the I am statement kind of dials that in. It's got my, uh, it's got my desired income on there, right? Which is a lot. But it's the same amount as I was making uh, back in the day when I sold supplements. And I, I thought, you know what? I'm going to put that on there. That's my desired income. And so every day when I go to work and when opportunities arise, if that opportunity is not going to move me towards making that level of income, I don't take the opportunity. And it's so strange. We never think to write down exactly what we want out of life. And so without that, you never go get it. I mean, one of the things in my I am statement is I'm in the best shape of my life with a body other men respect. Now, you know, I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder, but I, I've been this fat kid my whole life. And yet now, identifying as somebody that's fit, I am in the best shape of my life, which is crazy. 
It just came from identifying as somebody that was in shape, saying, right, would an in-shape person do that or would an out-of-shape person do it? You know, I told you the other week about how I make my bed every day now. Dude, I never made my bed for years. Some, some, sometimes I would sleep under the blankets and under my laundry because I didn't want to make the bed. And now it feels like I get out the shower in the morning and I come in the bedroom and if the bed's not made, it's got to be made. I make the bed every day. Simply because I started identifying as somebody that makes the bed. So I wanted to ask you guys, do you track your habits? And if so, what metrics are you tracking? Because you'll be very surprised what you can do with a little bit of intention. The intention to write out an I am statement and the intention to become the person on that I am statement, that can be fully fueled by tracking the things you do every day and saying, is that a part of my I am statement or is it not? And the crazy thing is, after 60 days, I finally like know exactly where I'm going. And not only do I know where I'm going, I know how I'm getting there. And everything I wrote on this list of manifestations on this I am statement is, is coming true. You know, and I've been keeping this pretty quiet, but I'll give you a few pieces right now of what's been going on over the last uh, 60 days. I, I am now and continue to get in the best shape of my life. I'm, I'm very pleased with that. I was going to say quite pleased, but no, I'm, not, I'm very pleased. Um, Nina and I are up in uh, Oklahoma for the next week, filming and working on a, uh, a business-based reality television show, so I'm super pleased about that. Um, I have focused and focused and focused on school. I'm now making a 3.92 GPA on a uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning data science postgraduate fucking program that, that like I never even went to school and yet constantly educating myself constantly since I was in my early 20s and this was one of the things on my list um one of the things that surprised me is I've really dialed back on coaching um I don't enjoy coaching nearly as much as I enjoy consulting I thought I'd be a great coach and my passion doesn't lie in coaching. Um, my passion lies in the spreadsheets and in the data and in the consulting and in the actual moving the chess pieces around the board. And so I've decided to refer coaching work to people who style themselves as coaches. And I've leaned fully in on being a consultant and on being the small business surgeon. And uh, it's incredible. You know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I got one company we're building right now for some investors. And then I've got probably five, maybe six other groups of investors that I'm talking to about doing the same thing for them. And yeah, I've got this, I was born at this magic spot, like I'm 42 years old, which means I remember the analog world. I was born in the analog world, um, but I was raised in the digital world. And so when you think about big money investors, like millions of dollars in, in, in projects, they're all older they're all older and not really a one of them has an amazing grip on the digital environment. And so I found a wonderful niche consulting with investment groups, um, helping them build out their digital ecosystems. And it's something I love because, you know, how much of that's data driven? And I'm, I really like spreadsheets. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a nerd. But what I wanted to do today, guys, as well as giving you that little update, I'm going to give you the metrics I track every day. I'm going to give you those metrics. I'm going to suggest you start tracking them too. And as you track them, 
Start thinking about an I am statement, thinking about what the most ideal version of you looks like and who you really want to be. So let me tell you, these. I write these things down every single day. So the first thing I write every day is five things I'm grateful for. And I did, I took that from the G-code that I learned from one of my mentors, Ryan Stuman. Uh, back in the day, one of the first things he told me was, you know, you've got to anchor yourself in gratitude and be grateful for where you're at whilst keeping an eye on where you're going. But if you're not grateful for the things you have, then you can be pretty fucking miserable. And it's so easy to be grateful. I mean, I'm grateful for this $1,000 phone I'm recording this on. You know, how many, <laughs> how many people globally like, would love to have a phone like mine? And I look at it, it's an iPhone 12. You know, it's not all that special, not compared to everybody else's. But um, you know, you, you got to take a minute and, and look at your shoes and go, wow, there's a lot of people who don't have shoes. Like if you're in this country, if you're in America and you're listening to this, you know, you're already, you're already in the top probably 5% of the population globally, if not higher than that. You know, you got to think about that. When you're having a shitty day and you've got bills to pay, be grateful for the bills because it means you've got a house. Grateful for the bills because you've got electricity, you've got air conditioning, you've got a car, you've got gas, you've got food. You can just walk down the street to the shop and get food. What's up with that? You don't even need like a bow and arrow or anything. Like, back in the day, they had to kill stuff and then take it home and hope their wives would cook it. But I don't know about that. I uh, I think Nina's looking at me a little bit sideways. I know she can hear me. All right, so here's what I track. The five things that I am grateful for. I write that down every day. Um, peace and quiet. Coffee on the back porch. You know, shooting pool with my kids. Man, I got a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old and the, the 10-year-old's taken to pool like a duck to water. So I enjoy that. Then I write down whether I exercised. And because I identify as a fit person, I do exercise every day. Um, that's weird. Never thought I'd say that. But if you identify as a fit person, exercise is like brushing your teeth. You just It's just something you've got to do every day. And it doesn't have to be crazy, crazy, crazy exercise. What I do is I do a 45-minute walk in the morning and then I do 15 or 20 minutes with resistance bands in the afternoon. I know that sounds weird because, like, who who lifts resistance bands? That's really kind of... That's what old people do. Um, but, you know, they've been a fantastic tool. They've been far better for me than free weights. I got arthritis in my elbow and in my knee from drumming and resistance bands have been ideal workout equipment. And so you can get started for less than the price of going to the gym. You know, go to Academy, get you some fitness bands and just walk around the neighborhood. Just do something. So I log my exercise. I log my diet. What did I eat today? I write it down. Right? Why wouldn't you? Because what you eat is what you're made of. It's what your body is made of. And then I log what I read because I'm feeding my brain. So what I read is also what I'm made of. So I always log what I read. And I'm always reading two or three books at once. But I tend to find... 10 to 15 pages of, of, of any given book at any given reading session. And I might read twice, maybe three times a day. I, I enjoy reading. Relationships. I track intentional relationships. I track who I'm talking to. I make sure to have meaningful conversations with at least three different people every day. And some days, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, um, when you work on the computer, some days it's just you. And... 
when I mean when I say meaningful conversations, I don't mean Zooms with fucking podcast guests or clients. I don't mean like typing on Facebook Messenger. I don't mean a text. I mean like a meaningful conversation with somebody that actually exists in my world. And then I find out that a lot of those are, are kind of a drag virtually, and it's so much more fun like actually calling your friends and arranging to meet up. And so uh, last Monday. Uh, last Monday night, we drove down to Houston uh, and met a couple of entrepreneur friends, one from, uh, one from Toronto that was in town and, and, and one from uh, Houston that drove up to meet us. And that was great, seeing real people. So I track and I have intentional relationships with people that are on my level or the level I want to go to or whatever it is, it's intentional. And I figure if you don't do that, if you don't reach out to people, like you'll have a mate and... All of a sudden, you look down at your phone, and it's been six months since you, since you talked to him because both of you are busy with work and school and life and kids and all this other stuff. So tracking relationships and being intentional about reaching out to people just the last two months, has been, it's been amazing. I do three people a day um, as often as I can remember. Some days I might hit two, but like it's, it's, been, it's been so good the last two months. I highly recommend that you make a point to scroll through your phone and reach out to two or three people a day and, you know, just reconnect and and keep those relationships going because ultimately your net worth is tied to your network. It's tied to how many people you know. It's tied to how many people know what you do and know you like you and trust you and can recommend you for things. So reaching out and having relationships is extremely important and I've, I've noticed a very large difference over the last 60 days. I track my social media. I track what platforms we're posting to, I track how often we're posting. You'll notice uh, if you're following that there's been uh, a, a lot of new content coming out. And it's stuff we're testing. I like some of it. I don't like some of it. I've got, a, uh, I've got an outsourced media team working on stuff. They've got guidelines. They, they, they've got branding guidelines and stuff. And sometimes they get it right and sometimes they don't. So we're still experimenting with that. But when geez, we got like 15 different platforms now. So there's a tool that locks all the platforms together that they all run on. And then there's a team that helps with the social media. So I track those socials. Uh, I've got the small business surgeon account. I've got my account. I've got multiple client accounts. So tracking socials and tracking what's going on on social media, because if you don't have a voice and if you don't have content, nobody can hear about your business and nobody knows who you are. So it's very important to track that. Now, Onto the most important things that I track every day. Four more left, right? There's four more. Wins. Did I win today? And I write down three things that I won at. And if you remember from a few weeks ago, I was talking about the definition of a win. A win could be making your bed and cleaning up your bedroom. A win could be doing your laundry and putting it away. A win could be closing a huge business deal. And where we go wrong with wins is far too many of us focus on, I haven't closed any deals, I haven't won anything. But you're winning in life. Business is just a part of life. It's one of the pillars of life, sure. Yeah, your income, your finances, your business, it's, it's a pillar, but it's just one pillar. You've got your relationships. You've got your health. You've got so many other things going on in life that... Sometimes you just need to remember that it's a win that you got out of fucking bed, right? So, I mean, I had a win the other day with a fella that 
you know, I barely know. And I was on the phone with him for about 30 minutes, helping him sort out some of his problems. And then I got a copy of the uh, the email that he'd sent to his client. And well, you know, he'd listened and he'd, he'd rewritten the way I'd worded out to fix his problems. He sent it to his client and then he had a great outcome from it. That's a win. That's a great, I didn't get paid for it, but it's a win. Think of how I made him feel and think of how much business it's going to get coming back from him, from the way I made him feel. I took care of him. So there's all kinds of things that are wins, but in writing down three wins at the end of the day, it focuses you on, hey, today was a great day. But then I take my focus and I say, where did I lose? And sometimes you lose and sometimes you don't lose. And for me, for the first 45 days, I would write down as a loss if I didn't get something achieved on my list. And then I started to remember that not everything on the list has to be achieved every single day. You know, most of it does. But what if I only talk to two people a day and have relationships? Is that a loss? No. I still talk to two more people than I would have if I hadn't tried. So it's not a loss. So the losses become further and further and further apart as you focus on the wins and what you did get done. So I highly recommend tracking wins, tracking losses, and then what I'll do. I always put an action item at the end there, how I'll adjust, what's the plan for tomorrow, what's the plan going forward. And that's led me to track other things. And it's led me to get very cross with myself and say, you know, I will not skip exercise again during this next 90 days. And I haven't. But you've got to have that action item at the end so you can keep moving forward. And the very last thing I ask myself is, did I win today? And every day, every day of the last 60 days, I've won every single day. I haven't lost a day. Because if I'm tracking eight, nine, ten variables and I win in six or seven of them, that's still a win. That's still winning the day. Like every single day I'm winning. And so when you do this, the psychological effect of that It has a knock-on throughout your life, throughout your relationships, throughout your business, the way you feel when you wake up, because you've already won. And so that is, uh, that's my takeaway from the, uh, so far in the 60 of the 90 days. I know there'll be another update here uh, at the end of it, but man, I just highly, highly, highly recommend it. And uh, I'm sure I'll turn this into some kind of free course or something that you all can follow along with because it's made such a difference in my life. All right, that's going to do it from me for today. We are up in Oklahoma. I've got to go and get changed and get ready to go and get filmed doing some stuff. So it's going to be a really fun evening. You guys be good. Keep listening, take care, and uh, I'm sure we will have a few more podcasts dropping over the next few weeks as I get my schedule straightened out and uh, I get some A's in my schooling. All right, you'll be good. I'll see you Monday. This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you've made it this far, you clearly like it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you for your follow-up next week.